Hello everyone, welcome back to another Dumpster Talk. Today we have some very special guests, guys. Eileen and Ted Romick. Uh, we all, probably, you've probably seen Eileen and Ted on some of our videos and stuff before, but uh, Eileen is our customer relations specialist, business relations specialist, I think the title is, uh, for Sod Metal Recycling. And then Ted is her husband, and yes, he is a he is a middle school teacher right now. So yeah, just starting off with it, um, Eileen, you just want to talk about kind of your background with sods and the whole family, and kind of how you got started with sods and everything like that. Sure. Um, well, I am a sod, was a sod. I grew up in this family, um, part of the third generation of this business. Um, grew up right at the house. I don't know if anybody's ever been here. You guys have, our viewers. Uh, the house on the property was actually our grandmother's and um, we would have Sunday dinners there and have Sunday dinner and after dinner we were allowed to get up and after we ate everything, we would be able to go run through the yard. So growing up, we pretty much grew up on this property running around um, mm -hmm. and it's been fun, all of our cousins. And so it's kind of neat to say I've, I've been here always but not actually working until about two and a half three years ago in this okay. role. what are so. some differences you see from the yard then till now well, that is a good question to, sorry that, that sorry, Ted. Sorry, uh well we used to have junkyard dogs on site i was hoping you would say that yes so we did and we were good friends with the junkyard dogs we had one right over here um well way back his name was Bo. he Bo. was like a black lab something but his name was Bo. A mixture. B-O, not B-E-A-U. Um, so, yes, and then we had King, who was up um, on the other end. He was a German Shepherd. I heard about King before. And then the coolest one was we had Comanche. Comanche. And he was a Husky, and he was right over here at the entrance. So, yeah. Named I, after a Jeep, I think. I, naturally, <laughs> naturally. So, yeah, that was kind of fun. I forgot about that. Uh, we had lots of junkyard dogs. Didn't think anything of it as a kid, but now... Mm. Yeah, we, we'd love to bring it back, right, boys? Yes, we, we would. It'd be kind of cool. Ted, I, I know um, you met Eileen a really long time ago as well. Do you remember kind of what it was like back then? And Do you remember any of the dogs or anything? I remember the only dog I remember is the one right over by Grandma's house. That was Comanche. That was Comanche. That's the only one I remember. Uh, Eileen and I will have been together for 30 years wow. coming up here soon. So, yes, I remember the yard, but I didn't spend a lot of time here. Some of the best memories I have are with Grandma Saad at the house, though. We got to get a video or a picture of the house yeah. on the podcast sure, so everyone yeah. can see it. Definitely. It is a really cool she house. She had some very good information to share with us young in our relationship. Wow. What was so, that, Ted? Yeah. Well, thank you for asking. What was the information? <laughs> I vividly remember having dinner with Grandma Saad, and she said, I went up to get some food or something, and she said, oh, no, honey. You sit. That is not your job. And I'm not making this up for the this viewers. This is going to be is... a scandal for the viewers. <laughs> Sorry, but this, this is, is scandal. true. And I said, oh, okay. And she said, Eileen, if he's going to be your husband, you need to fix his plate. Wow. And I said, okay. And then Grandma Saad continued to say, Eileen, if, if you plan on Ted being your husband, you need to prepare his meals take care of the kids and he goes to work and 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 gives that that's his 
contribution, contribution to, the to the family. Oh. So well. I said right there and then, so I'm marrying this. Sign him up. You got to. <laughs> That's when you knew. Thanks, Grandma Sign. Yes. yes. Uh, it could be a scandal nowadays, but as you know, yeah, we are we are Lebanese, and yes. culturally yes. that is very normal. Um, mm-hmm. And that's one of the, the best things I'm thankful that I was raised with because it did help me mm-hmm. kind of provide for my family in that way, in that traditional household, and that's how we thrive. So. Like when they worked at when they were younger or whatever, they would never go home without having like a like a home cooked meal or whatever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. My wife always did that for them too. Yep. So, so oh yeah, she'd of. get angry if I didn't have dinner ready, and for him when he got home. It was and so it's much appreciated. Thank you. Oh well, yeah. thanks, Ted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. How old did you guys say that for the world to hear? <laughs> <laughs> How old did you guys say you were when you guys met? I was 16 I mean, and she was 14. 14. I was 14. Yeah. That was fun too. Wow. Well, great time. That's yep, crazy. here we are, almost yep. 30 years later. Wow. So Dan, Dan gave Ted kind of the, he gave you a, I guess a position here, the head of culture. I guess so, he did. As you guys know, it kind of gets captured on the social media. Mm-hmm. Ted kind of is a, he's a big role model for us. He does like, takes us fishing, goes to do a bunch of different stuff, kind of looks like, and you're also big into golf, you got us into that. Yeah. Dan's getting big into golf now. So what's kind of, and you're also a gym teacher, so what? Kind of just explain to everyone kind of what's what sure. you're big into, and also. So I think my 2023 question for everybody is, what do you do for fun? Yeah. So you can work, 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 but there's got to be somewhere along the line you do something for fun yes. and to take care of yourself. It's a time to release all that kind of stuff. So as as Dan gave me the title, climate and culture, I try to think of things that would be fun for. Of course, me, selfishly speaking, <laughs> but as well as everybody else. And and as far as teaching, I kind of draw from that because I allow the students to have choices. I, I dictate what the choices are, but I allow them to choose what they want to participate in. So that way they have something vested in, in, in the activity. Mm-hmm. If I say we're playing, we're going to bowl today, and half of the kids don't want to bowl, then they're just going to sit there and watch. So. Where where do you say you get that from? Like you obviously you work hard, but you also like to play hard too. Um, it's a mindset for me. Right. Like if I if I'm able to, and I can't I can't do a lot of things at one time because I want to be the best at at one thing. So it was Olympic lifting, and then it switched to golf. Mm. So my mindset is golf, and it kind of filters into the rest of my life. Yeah. Like um, I want to be a good role model, I want to be a good dad, I want to be a good husband, those sort of things. Yeah. Awesome. Did, I, did that help to answer your question? Yeah, okay. I think definitely it makes sense. Whenever we, whenever we go out and do stuff together, it's always It's always fun. It's always and fun it's a team building activity yeah. at the bottom of the line. You have to have, your, you guys get to work together here, but you're going to have differences. Yeah. So getting together outside of this environment helps to bring you closer together. Yeah. Not three of us have folks. Let's I was, go. Uh, that's go. what I was gonna say. Is then the cool the outcome of that is you the way you guys you do you kind of experience all those fun activities together and it's funny what sticks with some of you and one or, or others are like well that was cool but like not your thing oh, yeah. so I think that's kind of cool that everybody took a little piece of all these activities you guys do together and and in conclusion <clears throat> it has to be safe and and something positive. So leaving work and hanging out in the bar is 
fun in moderation, but it's not something you want to do every day. Mm-hmm. So getting out in the boat, getting golfing, those fishing, sort of things. Yeah. Fishing, yeah. yeah. I mean, we all meet at the gym too. Yeah. You guys at Hempfield Rec. Yep. You guys at Planet Fitness. Yep. So, so golfing's the the big hobby you picked up up lately. <laughs> that, that's one. Yes. one. That's, it sure is. Yes. What what kind of sparked that? Did you uh, always play it, or kind I've, of recently just started picking it up? I've kind of always played. So the beginning of my golf venture was one of my good friends in high school had picked it up. I was a junior, and he was a sophomore, and we were football, baseball guys. Mm-hmm. And I heard him say golf, and I had some not nice things to say about the game of golf. Yeah. And he said, well, let's go play. I'm going to kick your butt. And I said, bet, let's go. <laughs> and he torched me pretty good. And then ever since then, uh, we've been back and forth and back and forth. And he would beat me sometimes. I would beat him. And then it kind of just grew from there. And then I played uh, two years of college baseball and then switched and played two years of golf at Westchester. Wow. Walked on the golf team. Now Sam's about getting torched on the golf course. Isaiah thinks he can beat Mike. Oh, I've heard wow. that several times. Yes. You know what? I'm still waiting oh, to no. see it happen. So am I. Hey, <laughs> you know what they say. It's a mindset. It is. It is. It's a mindset. You got it. Yes. Ted, Ted, <laughs> Ted is like, oh, no. The ball is just. Oh, I'm an honest kind of guy. No edits there. Well, then you'll play the winner out of uh, Ted and Mike. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, we'll have to see. I'll play the winner out of those two. Yeah. <laughs> You worked with your dad, right? You started off. I worked with my dad for quite a number of years at Griner's. Yes. And I, we were in the paint shop there. He was painting and sandblasting. I was mixing paint and painting, those sort of things. And I knew that wasn't for me for the rest of my life. Yeah. And that kind of led into your butt like to golf for you, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So then I, I was spending a lot of money golfing and then figured, best case scenario, I work at a golf course. That way I don't have to pay for the golf. And then I worked for 14 years or so at Parline. We would work half the day on the golf course and then half the day on the farm. Got to castrate some some young steers. (laughs) (laughs) Chalked that up to a memory that I never want to see again. Wow. I guess I kind of, like, I kind of wondered, like, how, like, um, I realized, like, you worked as a gym teacher right now, but Mm -hmm. then you also came in in the summer and, like, torched with us and stuff, so I kind of wondered how, like, I guess you have that mindset kind of to be able to work out the elements and just push through stuff. Yes, it helps me. It's kind of like a, a, a pinch to a dream sort of analogy. So being a phys ed teacher is a lot of fun. Yeah. So I have it pretty good. But I don't ever want to get to the point where I have it so good that I can't torch or jump on the back of a garbage truck or something like that. So keep things into perspective. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But awesome. I know me and Eileen talked before. Um, I heard you guys moved down to Florida um, mm-hmm. before. And I was wondering what, what your guys' like main um, focus was to go down um, to Florida. I'll let my lovely wife speak first on that one. All right. Well, I clearly, you can hear the way we grew up. I wanted to live here forever, and I was happy to do so. Um, but when we graduated, both graduated from Westchester, he was going into teaching. And at the time, they were not hiring a lot of health and PE teachers here. And if you did it, you'd probably wait five years to get a job. So he posed to me, why don't we move to Florida? And (laughs) reflecting back to my grandma, Saad, who told me that I always support my husband and all I do, I said yes. And so we went to Florida for five years and he, we got there and 
he got a job within five days. Uh, they needed teachers pretty bad. So he got a job within five days. We bought a house like 10 days later and yep. lived there for five years. Um, but we had our oldest, Taylor, uh, down there and she was 18 months and I was like this is great but what is Florida without family around yeah, so yeah. yep. that it's great I mean it was great for just the two of us but once you're raising kids and um, it only made sense to come back so we moved mm -hmm. back here um, and have been here ever since so what made us move down was him teaching and was yeah. nice because when we moved back he then had that teaching experience and mm -hmm. went right um, into his position now what were some of your favorite parts of it and least favorite parts of Florida? Can I speak to that? You certainly oh, may. Oh, the weather. Come on. It was so hot. The weather's legit. It was so hot. Okay. I like four seasons. Like, when I, went, when I went down to, like, Disney World when I was, like, seven or eight, I thought, like, like, I'll always say, like, why doesn't everyone just live in Florida? It's, like, <laughs> it's legit for me. Do you know why? Like Do you know why? I, I could speak to that. Because every time you're in Florida, you're on vacation. Most times. Yeah. So you picture the mindset of who you are when you're on a vacation. Yeah, so like that's yeah. kind of the way it's like the everybody, yeah. yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you want to move there? You, you're, you're at your best. Yeah. And then yeah. when you live there, I mean, it was fun. We made so many uh, good friends and, and had a nice early start to our lives, just the two of us, where you kind of have to work through things by yourself. And I'm thankful for that too. Um, but at the end of the day, it's family, which is all of us here, you know? Yep. So it's it's possible we could see Florida again. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, have, would you ever consider no. ever Not consider moving back? Oh, I, consider it, all of you. I consider it daily. I'll, I'll <laughs> go to Florida. <laughs> no. I consider Maybe it. Maybe one day. You never know. Oh well, well hey, yeah. we always say you don't know what tomorrow brings and it's very true, but I wanna say I'm not yeah. unless we're all going together. Yes. Exactly. You guys coming too. Family is Definitely a big factor. Yeah, it really so is. It's so nice to have, yeah. have your yeah. family around and have that support system. Yeah. But I was I was gonna ask Eileen. So when you came back from Florida, then is that when you got you were a teacher as well, right? Is that when you got into teaching then? Um. So when we first moved back, I um, was still in recreation, and then I decided. Then we had our second daughter, Paige, and Paige. that's when I decided I'm gonna stay home and raise our kids because that's what Grandma Sod says. So, um, yeah, so I stayed home. Hey, there it is. Um, I stayed home and raised our children um, while he was teaching. And then a slow intro back into working. I was a preschool teacher because that was a perfect mom job. And I loved it. Um, absolutely loved it. I loved that the ages I did three, two and three year olds. Um, loved that. And that was a perfect way to kind of step back into working. But I still being at home was like my primary job mm -hmm. um and then one day yes i was approached by my cousins and <laughs> said it's time are you ready and i said i sure am so here i am we all started the same week yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah same week july of happened. 2020 right yeah yep. i think so yeah i remember it we all got thrown into it at the same time and that's how we learned yeah yeah was it, would you say, like, from your teaching job and, like, working with the kids and stuff, that has that helped you uh, kind of in this role with kind of building connections with, uh, like, the people that we work with as well? Or, Absolutely. No? I think um, thinking back, I mean, no matter what age you are, all 
every individual wants is is to be appreciated and loved and if you think about it that applies to a two-year-old mm. who really can't communicate well all to all of us and to our customers clients um at the end of the day i think that's what the human um individual is seeking and if we provide that yeah so i guess that carried over that's very cool well like you guys said to everyone like so you guys met when you were 13 and yeah, I have 14. 14. 14. Yeah. So you guys, and you guys have two daughters, and mm-hmm. you're, you're a big family. So like, how? What's like? You guys have any advice in that area? How, <laughs> I feel like that's like a very. I, I have three, four pieces of advice, and oh this is my. what I tell the middle school students as well. Get your high school education. That's number one. Number two is wait until you're married to have kids. That way, you're financially stable. Number three is get a job, which you've all done that. And I added number four, don't become addicted to any type of medication, drugs, alcohol, anything like that. You'll be just fine. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you can avoid drugs and alcohol abuse, you've already cut your, you've already limited 50% of the people that are attempting to get a job. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people have that issue. Definitely. So that's my advice to yeah. young people. You definitely, you're big on that. We talk a lot about like, when stuff happens around here, just like, mm-hmm. you have to be careful of that type of stuff. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It can really affect you in a, like a bad way if, if you abuse it. Like, I don't know. Just, I've seen people, like, what it does to, like, their, their body and, like, all of that. And it's yep. just, it's very, it's very, something you should really look out and make sure you're not uh, becoming addicted to it. I think I think the other thing as far as parenting I'm thinking on the, the path that we had for me personally is a lot of compromise in parenting um, I found between the two of us there's areas where I'm like nope nope they're not doing it nope and he would approach it in a different way and it would take me a day or two to be like oh fine but I felt like if we only parented with my style or only parented with his style I think our kids wouldn't have that balance yeah. of she's um, she's able to make more sense of the situation. I try and allow the kids to make their own choices with my guidance because they're mm-hmm. one of our children is an adult now, so she's making her own choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thus far she's been doing a pretty good job. I have to say, shout out, yes, Taylor. Taylor. Um, yeah, now I think that for me has been my biggest growth in parenting because it is easy just to be like, don't do this, don't do that, don't mm-hmm. do this, where you really help me. But if you, if you do that and you become an adult and yeah. you go to do something, no one's there to tell you, no, don't do it, yeah. mm-hmm. you might do it. Yeah. Yeah. Were you guys scared when you first found out you're having your first kid? Um, I wasn't because we no, had planned we were, for it. Yeah, we were I was excited. 24, 25. Yeah. And had a job. Already had a house that we built, so yeah, we, we were kind of financially secure. It was go time. Yeah. And then the cool part is when we moved back to Pennsylvania, we said, "Oh, we'll start." And I think we were we were pregnant with Paige, like literally a month after. Yeah. So um, both of our girls we were very excited and planned yeah. for. So. Yeah. Cool. What do you? I guess like the funny thing I was thinking about, we could ask. What's like um. For Mike and Dan, what's like a funny, funny Mike and Dan story? <laughs> yes. Oh, man. That's, that's, that's oh, a lot. Oh, man. That might take oh, some time. Oh, we might have to. For, so for me, I didn't get to, I didn't hang around Mike a whole lot. Yeah. Because he's kind of, he and Dan are cousins, and 
your first cousins or second cousins? Mike and I are second cousins. Yeah, Dan so and we, our first cousins. Oh, they're all sods, but they're separate sod pods. I call them. So. <laughs> There's so many, so they're it's hard to really place. like have a family dinner with all of them. It's just yeah. there's there's a lot of us. Too many sides. So we all yeah, had to stay with our own pod. That was good. A sod pod. A sod pod. Yeah. All right. All right. Got it. I didn't really know Dan too much before I started with Ari. Yeah. You guys really wasn't close to you guys too much before. So yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll give I'll give my most recent, and it's just right. I have to think work related. Um, but Dan and I, we are very similar. We, we love people. We, that, that feeds us. Um, so when we're out and about, we always have a lot of fun um, being together and laughing at each other. Um, but my most recent was when, actually you guys were with us, when we went on that SME tour over um, at Stuart Welding. And like everybody knows we all take our safety glasses. We all take, you know, our closed toed shoes, all that. <laughs> and of all people to forget his safety glasses, was Dan, but because he didn't want to interrupt um, Brandon while he was speaking, Dan decided to just go off in in the the um, building and find a pair of safety glasses so he didn't have to interrupt. He's gonna kill wow. me for sharing the story. Is, it, is, is there a picture of this? There somewhere? sure is there a is. picture. I've Do you think you can flash yeah, it across? Yeah, we can flash it on. So in in true uh, fashion of who Dan is, he doesn't want to interrupt and, and create anything uh, <laughs> disturbance with the speaker. So he thought he'd quietly go get a pair of glasses, and he went missing forever. And I'm thinking, oh my word, this is so rude. Why is he not here? And I stand there. And all of a sudden, I look up, and he's next to me with a full shield on his face. <laughs> and he owned it proudly. He didn't want anybody to say anything. And I was like, what are you doing? You look ridiculous. He was like, shh, shh, shh. So we laughed super hard. And then finally, Brandon looked at him and said, you're what are you even doing? Take that off your face. <laughs> this is where he got the shoe. Exactly. Um, that was just a more recent one when we were out and about, but that's the kind of stuff we get into where we just laugh at each other. Um, he's, it was he's, returned back to where he got it. Yes, he did. Yeah. He returned it, but he stood there proudly, and, and that's who he is. I, don't, I honestly don't have any funny stories, but I have some valuable stories. We'll take a valuable one. <laughs> All right, this so this would have been 2000. 8 2009 somewhere in there I had just started crossfitting <laughs> and people were approaching me hey can you train my kid can you train me and Dan got wind of it and said why don't you just go get certified in CrossFit and then we'll open up your garage and then you can train everybody in your garage so, okay so he helped me along the way Thanks, Dan. Shout out to Dan. Shout out, Dan. So I got certified in CrossFit and then taught myself how to weld with a Harbor Freight uh, Flux Core welder, which I still have. Paid $99 for it. <laughs> Built a gym in my garage. Uh, had four squat racks, five Olympic lifting stations, and ten pull-up bars, a set of rings, a rope. Where did you get so that metal? From here. This, this is not your current house, right? It's, oh, no, it is. is. Yeah, so you fit all house. that in the, in in the garage. garage? Wow. I had it all mapped out. Yeah, and I can still get workout. two cars parked in there when we weren't working out, so I'm pretty proud of that. Yeah. Wow. And then we branched out to St. Leo's, and then um, 
through basket, playing basketball with Dan and all the people we knew, I had 75 people in and out of there every week working out. So it was pretty cool. But it couldn't happen without Dan. Well, and, he's, and that's the same with you guys. Like, Dan always wants to see people succeed. He's yes. amazing at finding your strength and then kind of channeling that strength and so you can be um, empowered and sure. elevated. So that that was your yeah. example, which is cool because that was probably, you were a lot younger too. So yeah. There are funny Dan stories, but I feel like I, know, I don't want to share them because the funniness happened because he was trying to help someone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But as far as Michael, we play golf and share outdoor stories. I know he's a, a very good archery shot, as we all saw back there. That's That shot surprised me when he popped out of the dumpster and oh. we, just, we shot across and he put a bullseye. Yeah, that was, that was I, legit. I think he got one at the customer. Uh, oh, it was the yes. customer too, yes. Yeah. And that one. That's a lot of pressure when people are watching you. It is. So, yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. They're and both such good people. Yes, absolutely. We we're thankful to. And you guys are fortunate to have them as as your bosses, yeah. For yeah. sure. Um, I just kind of wanted to ask about uh, kind of building connections, and have, have has connections been important to you in your guys' life? I know Dan always talks about that, like the importance of just talking to anyone you see, and uh, you never know, like, what that person, who that who that person knows, or, like, what they believe in, um, like, would you say uh, the importance of connections is strong with you guys as well? Yeah, I will, I will speak to that um, and take it another step further with connections. I feel like um, it all goes back to, to how you live, who you are as a person, um, living an authentic life and genuine life and being a kind person. Um, I do think... I look at all the things we go to, or, or even just friends that we've run into that I don't even realize they're in certain businesses, but because of the character, maybe my character or Ted's character, it's like that's where that trust has already been built before we ever even step foot into your facility to say, hey, let's look at what you have. Um, and I feel like that has been huge for mm -hmm. us. If you can just live that as people, and then build those connections, it just happens organically. And For I sure. think that's key yep. um, in, in what we do mm -hmm. personally. I feel like, I don't know, just uh, like our presence on social media as well helps it a lot too. Like, I don't know, people kind of have this familiar, familiarity with us already. And mm -hmm. uh, as long, we put it out there like, like who we are and how, how we act as people and I think we're like pretty pretty trustworthy people and like we thought like a lot about with Dan like how the best way we can have people feel like coming in here is like that they already know us really. yeah so mm -hmm. if we can do it sure we can just like portray ourselves online how we are and, and you guys are, got, are that and that's what's cool I think yeah that's, knowing yeah. knowing you guys and watching the dumpster talks and the, the TikToks and things it's it's authenticity for sure it's that's, being yeah. transparent so you guys are the same here on the video as you are when you're here. And people can it's, definitely tell when you're like fake. fake yeah, it's not too. fake. Yeah, it's it's yeah. easy to fake something, but then you, if someone were to come here and meet you, it would be totally different. And then it would be over. Mm -hmm. I think that's, sure. that's kind of why, like the podcast is kind of like, um, I don't know, we're just getting better every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. At the beginning, it was kind of like, it kind of did seem like a little maybe forced to like, I don't know, it's just harder to 
Well, and that's where you guys are totally growing because you are putting yourselves in situations that you necessarily wouldn't put yourselves in if it wasn't like, all right, well, maybe we'll grow from it. And look at it. If you line these all up back to back, I mean, even stand. this, yeah, yeah. you're pushing us. Like, <laughs> I've never been in. I think I've oh, seen I one. This. But yeah. I told, I told Dan right I was not talking in that <laughs> one. So that one didn't count. Good luck with that. But funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Um, yeah, so it, it is. I think you guys push yourself in so many situations of putting yourselves out there. Um, and I think that's what draws people to really... I have people like at the gym come up to me, random people, yeah. or like even friends that I haven't talked to for a while. They're like, we got sucked into this rabbit hole of this podcast, and now we just sit there and watch all of it. One day, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. That's yeah. good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really taken off. It's pretty wild. Yeah. People in Kentucky recognized us from the types of talks. That's crazy. That's right, you are. I just had one kind of question to wrap it up a little bit oh, um oh, i got i got over to ted because we know he's a teacher um i see you brought your magnet example along with I us did. You, uh, <laughs> so one thing show us what we're, one thing my high school teachers failed to complete was noticing that i'm a visual learner Sideways. read read this Sideways. and answer these questions doesn't work for me but if you show me something visually i can understand it so this was my visual aid to answer your question, Isaiah. I was going to answer a climate and culture question with it. It has to be the, the way for a, that what Dan and Michael do to make this successful is they're able to give and take. So if you run a business and you're only taking, 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 and you're not giving back, it's not going to be as successful as it could be. So my example to give and take you got this, Gary? I got it. All right. I'm getting it. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. You have a regular screwdriver. I learned this for picking up springs or anything small. No magnetic force. Still no magnetic force. Oh, no. Still no magnetic force. There it oh. is. There it is. And if you oh, add, it, add it back, it takes it away. But I can also take the magnetic force back that's my example of give and take so to have a successful business there has to be some give and take I've worked in the past where there's only been take and I told her this analogy on the way over it's like playing a game of tug of war but it's just you on one side of the tug of war and you're constantly losing you're being dragged across the gym you have rug you have rope burn on your hands you're not going to want to play tug of war anymore so there has to be some some leeway there with that being said, the give and take portion, did that help to answer your question, Isaiah? Yes. <laughs> I've come prepared with my own set of questions. Oh! Oh, yeah. And here we go. I like it. This is the give and take portion. <laughs> Look at the rolls. Starting with Isaiah and going clockwise. Right. Best athlete of all time. First one you can Tiger Woods. Mm. Very good. I selfishly want to say uh, Ben Roethlisberger, but I know that's not the right answer. It's whatever you so want. So I'm. Do. I'll say. I'll say Michael Jordan. That's the best. Very good. Messi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eileen. Mmm. Yes. You didn't think you were part of this? <laughs> Dan Sod. Oh. oh. 
<laughs> Comparable to Dennis Rodman, I must say. <laughs> I have two. Bo Jackson mm-hmm. and Bruce Jenner. Oh, underrated. I'm going to have to say, it's going to sound terrible because I'm a Washington Commanders fan, but I like Taylor Heineke just because of the heart that he shows. Got it. Who knows Bench now? Carson. And for Carson, yep. of course. I was going to say Bo Jackson also because he, he like mastered more than one sport. Absolutely. I, I think I'll, I'll say Kobe Bryant. Kobe's a good one as well. Or Dion. Mm-hmm. Dion's up there on my list. He's good. They were switching back and forth back yeah. in the day. Now, some <laughs> some input I could give my students. They're always asking me about being a social influencer. Should I or should I not be steering them in the direction of being a social influencer as a career path? So do you mean by social, do you mean like like on media, like video YouTube, and stuff? TikTok. Like they're, they're all wrapped up and that's what they want to do for the rest of their lives. Mm. I tend to push them away from that because I feel like it's going to be gone uh, at some, some point in time. Keep options open. I do, I do feel like yeah. a lot of kids, they see like Mr. Beast and all these really big YouTubers out there and get this idea that they, that's like that's what they want to do but it, it is really hard like it is definitely like they definitely mastered their craft of what they do and it mm-hmm. it takes There's a lot of effort that goes into it but yeah. definitely I wouldn't I don't know if it's really something they're passionate about it's something they yeah. talk about loving think, to do then I, think, like, I would say go for probably, it a couple of years ago probably like sounded crazier than that like now Right. Like yeah. Every, now it's every, like there doable. Was, there were ten or twelve then. Now yeah. it's, there's yeah. probably ten or twelve in Lancaster County. So I guess if there's really, really like anything else, just if you want to do that, just put your really put your all into it. Mm-hmm. You know, be real with yourself and know if you don't mm-hmm. have what it takes, don't just don't keep trying to right. do it. Also, mm-hmm. think think for yourself. Like, yeah. Follow what you believe. I would say too. Okay. That's good. You know. Well, you, do you have any input on this, Amy? I would do like don't quit your job and start just pushing. That's pretty much where I'm at, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like start off slow, but keep pushing for that here and there, but make sure you still have something. Yeah, it's just a side If it complements something you're already doing, then it's for fun, yeah. After that I wanted to okay, I forgot to ask this in the podcast, but I wanted to say like so one thing I always like I always found interesting was like you don't have a cell phone at all. No cell phone. Fun so, fact. Fun so fact. Like, what do you think? Is it just like you just don't want one or what goes behind that? I don't want the pull away from reality is what I don't want. Mm-hmm. Now do I YouTube? Yes. Do I YouTube short? Yes, because I can't TikTok without a cell phone. <laughs> but I, when I drive I like to look at things. I'll drive and spot a wrench or a screwdriver. I probably found this yeah, one along the road. You did. <laughs> yeah. I'll see it That's along the road. I'll pull around. over and pick it up. And my kids are like, how in the world? <laughs> well, you're TikToking. How are you ever going to see something along the road? That's I, what I said to my wife. Just one example. The other night, I said to her, I said, I, I'm 30 seconds away from deleting social media. It's because everybody's posting, like, the best things ever. They're, yeah. You don't, you don't see, like, the real life yeah. stuff. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm like, yeah. It's gonna be really interesting to see. I think how it affects like our generation and mm-hmm. just uh, if we continue. I've heard about in Texas and stuff about how they're banning like yeah. eight, eighteen you, year old. You have to be eighteen to have social media mm-hmm. altogether. So I don't know. There sense. is people are definitely it's seeing the harmful the attention effects spans of it. Yeah. Have dropped. Oh yeah. yeah sure. My, and to finish answering your question, I still have a landline, which most people don't have. 
for those viewers that don't know what that is, it's a it's a phone that hangs on the side of the wall that rings. It's, it's, it's a not cord. a rotary. With, when, with a cord. Oh, uh, it has a cord. Yeah, we have one with a cord. Yeah. yeah. So when someone asks me for my number, I give that to them. If they have the audacity to call my <laughs> landline, I know it's something important. For sure. So I'll call them back. I probably won't answer, but I'll listen to the the, the message and then I'll call you back. I, I think it's definitely something something to take out of your book to just get off of social media more. I think it definitely helps us connect with the the real world and stuff around us more. Yeah, I, it depends on your the algorithm for your TikTok. <laughs> I learned this on TikTok, so my lesson to the middle schoolers was: depending on your algorithm, you mm -hmm. can educate yourself through TikTok. Absolutely, yeah. but if it's dancing and singing and that stuff, you're not going to learn much. For sure. Mine's from watching you guys. All this, the the Magnus stuff pops up, and it's like industrial. Yeah, the industrial stuff. Sure. Well, I think. One question to kind of wrap it up. I was going to say it earlier, but I'll say it now. We're all 20, 20 some year olds. Uh, I was wondering if you could go back in our shoes. Uh, we kind of ask this to every every uh, uh, person we have in the dumpster. Uh, just maybe one piece of advice you, uh, you would have given your 20-year-old self uh, for something that you guys know now. For sure. What would you give us? Go first. I love. You want me to go? Yeah. Don't steal mine. <laughs> well, in that case, hey. you go first. Okay. Green mind, sink a leg. Maybe you guys That's have right. the same thing. Maybe you, I'll borrow yours. <laughs> my piece of advice for my past self would be at an earlier age to weigh out the consequences to the choices that I'm going to make. Mm. So think, <laughs> think, think, think it through. Like if I, <coughs> if I, if I do this and and perform this activity, I won't say that I was drinking and driving as an example. Not that I ever got caught. I did it, uh, to be honest to the, to the viewers, I did it one time and that was it. It, did, it didn't feel right. So to weigh out the consequences, if I had alcohol and got behind the wheel and drove, what are the consequences? Mm -hmm. And everyone says prison time. Yep, prison time, sure, but you could take someone else's life. Yeah, so to weigh you. out the consequences of the choices would be my advice. For sure. That's really great advice. I would not have stolen it. <laughs> All right, well, let's hear yours. I'm kind of struggling. I'm a processor, so it takes me a little bit. Um, so am I, Eileen. Yes, you get me. You get me. I think one thing that's important, and I see you guys doing it now, um, that I think everyone should have a, let me say it this way, be a mentee and have a mentor. Um, I think there's so much value in that and I picture looking back and growing up and, and raising our kids, I always had someone who mentored me through those dark years. Mm -hmm. um, and then now that they're all on the back end, I feel like we can use that experience mm -hmm. and, and give that to others maybe going through that. So, mm -hmm. But it, it is important not just to be a mentor and not just to mentee. Would you advise, so, advise them to be coaches of youth or how, how would they? Well, they definitely have mentors, but you guys have so much to give and you're already giving it back to others. Um, and you guys, I feel like, have been on this fast pace of growth which is ridiculously awesome. And what you guys can offer to kids that are 
honestly your age mm -hmm. that are nowhere near where you are be that a mentor to them um, so I feel like you guys definitely have a little bit of both but I do think there's importance in that um, not just being heavy on each side to add to that I, I think you guys are, are setting a very good example that for the youth out there that it's okay to work for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't have to mm -hmm. have a high-profile job. You don't have to be a lawyer. If it works out for you, so be it. But you can work and be happy and still have fun after work. Mm -hmm. sure. And the, you guys do a very good job of that. And have fun at Come work. Come on now. Yes. It's just getting all right here. We have fun. <laughs> I don't spend a lot of time here, but, but when what's I'm here, wrong it's fun. With you? I have other jobs. <laughs> Put him in his torch uniform. Send him down yeah, the hill. Yeah, with Carl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, no, thanks. I see the back of your neck. Yeah. Carl, keep oh. your sparks down. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being thanks on. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Talk. This was fun. Was such a great talk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll definitely have to have you guys on again soon. And yeah. you guys will see Ted and Eileen in more videos to come. So. Do you think you talked more than you were? I told, for me personally, I told him he's going to talk more than I will today. I like to talk. I think it was good balance. She did a nice job, yeah. <laughs> she did a nice job. Yes, it's not my thing. As much as everybody says, oh, it is, it's not. I don't enjoy this. I, I'm a behind-the-scenes kind of gal. I want to support all of you and all you do. Um, so sitting here was a little different today, your, but it was fine. Wait until your children hear this critter. Wait until your children hear that portion. I know. <laughs> Cut. Cut. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.